I, yeah, I haven't, yeah. I haven't worn any And I didn't wear a mask for the longest time, and people look at you like, you're crazy, but... Yeah, I didn't either until, you know, obviously made us, and, yeah. and then now people think, you know, a lot of people think the face mask is like... Yeah, but they're going home, trip. and they're setting it on the kitchen counter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and, like, and people oh. are wearing it, and they think it's to protect themselves, but not, it's, that's not what, it's for you to protect other like, people. Like, none of my patients are wearing masks. So, when they, we came really? in, and we were gowned up, and they look at us like, we're crazy, but I'm protecting myself from you. Yeah. You know, because I have more germs when you're older and I'm going to get you sick. But, yeah, I mean, honestly. Yeah, exactly. None of them have masks and it's crazy, but. How, how, um. The fire department doesn't even come into our work. So we were told if a patient codes and we're doing CPR, we got to do CPR out that door because they're not really? coming in. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, we've had multiple, like, um, firefighters test positive in Palm Springs. I've heard of a couple Riverside County sheriffs, I believe, yeah, test yeah. And I'm glad, well. I mean, I'm glad and sad that I don't work at the jail anymore because it's kind of like a safe place, but, you know, at the prisons because, you know, like my dad working there, he's like, the inmates don't have it. They haven't been out of the country, but people coming in, like the officers could have it. They're the ones that could pass around. And that's yeah. the only thing that makes it sketchy about being at a prison or something because if one of them has it, it's very I easy mean, I, to pass around. I mean, when I worked at the jail, we'd have like these homeless guys or like, these girls that came off a bender from the casino and they're nasty. Yeah, <laughs> and they spit yeah. on you and you're like, oh. You're like, I don't know so what I'm you got. So I'm glad I don't work there, yeah. yeah. But it's more for like this, the elderly people. And we live in a, you know, we live in a community of like elderly people. Yeah, exactly. People. We're, everybody's golfing and stuff. I mean, I'd love like, to go to a bar, go to a party. But I, <laughs> I mean, we mean, we still had some friends over, but then, you know, even our friends. Other friends are like freaking out. So yeah, I know that's kind of weird. There's, there's yeah. like two people, you know. There's the people that are like freaking out that yeah. think this is the worst thing ever, and there's people that are like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. What do you? How do you feel? Like, where, where do you stand? Do you think it's it's as serious as like you know the media portrays no, it? No, I think it's been around for like a while, but um, I mean, I don't know how I feel about it because there's a lot of infections going on, but the media is making it like such a big thing. I've never heard of like. School's getting shut down. That's yeah, what's scary about yeah. it to me. The fact that, like, I might not be able to leave work because nurses don't show up and we can't abandon patients. So the patients we received recently were from a facility where no nurses showed up and they were stranded. The patients had nobody. Really? And so I didn't think that those nurses would get in trouble, but they are. They're going to get their license taken away because of abandonment and, you know, you take an oath. So that's prevalent then? So nurses yeah. are just quitting everywhere. They are. So They're not what? showing up. We have, like, if I call in sick to work tonight just because I don't want to go in or if I'm hungover and I don't want to go in, they will call you off for, like, seven days because they want to make sure you're not sick. But a lot of nurses have just, they don't want to bring it home. I mean, the whole PM shift at my work, there's no nurses. We've had, like, 12 people quit. So I'm working, like, 18-hour days, and then Whoa. it sucks. And we don't get pay raises. We're not getting You don't get anything. You're just doing your normal yeah. job. You're just getting your overtime to, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, but, I mean, we're not allowed to have visitors or anything like that. But I think if, when it gets really bad, we'll have, you know, I won't be able to go home. I'll have to get a hotel and, like, stay there. And, like, quarantine yourself. So, yeah. yeah. So, so, so far at your facility, has there been for sure any corona we have one test positive and okay. she um is in the hospital now but she had been discharged and test positive we had another After guy test okay. positive and he was gone for seven days test positive and then you think well the test took five days to take so two days out he tests positive oh uh, so he, you're like he was really yeah. right out of the yeah. right out of the place and um he died 
So, which is sad. Uh, and then, what was his age? He was, I want to say like in his 70s. I don't okay. know the exact age. But, um, in the high risk. Yeah, and he had been there for pneumonia. So, was it pneumonia? <laughs> yeah. And we're still taking yeah. patients from Eisenhower. We're still getting patients from Desert because we're supposed to. We can't legally like be like, yeah, no, you're not allowed here. Um, so, but you just have to, we have to take our temps all the time at work. We have to sign in every room we go in. So, I'm glad I work nighttime. <laughs> So yeah. I don't have to deal with the management part of it. Yeah, but, exactly. You but I feel bad for these patients because you talk about like depression. These people can't see their family. They have cancer. They have we have hospice patients that are dying that they get to die alone. But not alone, we're there. But they don't see their family. I mean, we have like FaceTime. We have and that's just that's depressing. You're giving you know? an old person an iPad. They don't know how to use an iPad. Yeah, exactly. So you know, we try to make light. We try and we dance. I go dance. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I don't get tips, but I don't <laughs> get nice. tips. I'm not. I'm not just dancing for the money. No, yeah. but like just anything to just like make them laugh or like you know just make their day a little so better. So sad. Yeah, it's just you know I'll be told like well you know someone's smiling because are you are you mainly so is that all you're dealing with is mainly hospice like like no we have everything there. after surgery they go there so I have I got just, you I just got a lady out of the ICU because the hospitals are trying to get everybody home if they can. Um, because if you go to a facility, you're putting yourself at risk. Yeah. But we're getting patients that just got out of the ICU because they're trying to get rid of people out of the hospital. So uh-huh. we've had like multiple codes where, because they weren't ready to leave, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But they should have been still there. And then on. we have 911 telling us, well, we can't come in. So you guys got to, you know, graze anatomy it all the way out of the facility if they're dying. And it's like that. Yeah. But, I mean, for us, this is normal, like, as far as, like, infections. Like, we deal with this stuff all the time, like, gowning up, going in. But having to wear that mask, like an N95, all the time, you get so lightheaded. You get so dizzy. If you're claustrophobic, it sucks. Yeah. Because you can't breathe. It's, like... The only thing I can think of that's kind of like it is I've worn those elevation masks when Mm -hmm. I've worked out, you know? And those are pretty... If you wear them for a long time, you start getting a headache. You do. You get, like, a headache, and it's just, like, you know? So, I don't know. But it's just weird. Everything's weird. We have. I cleaned a toilet yesterday. I cleaned a toilet yesterday. <laughs> I never right. thought in my career, like at work, we would be have this like log where we have to sanitize everything. <laughs> so and here I am cleaning the wall. Toilets. Yeah. No rain. <laughs> no rings. No nothing. But I'm lucky to be working. You know. I feel like I feel like that. after this, the the nurses that stick around and the nurses that have you know stayed there for. This whole pandemic should be getting raises. There's going to be a lot of nurses that lose their license. So, that's yeah. the sad part. Because they just... Because you definitely can't just abandon people. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't just abandon yeah. these people that need your help, you know. Yeah. And and most nurses are... And not most, I guess, because there are older nurses. But a lot of nurses are younger, you know. And, and you're mm-hmm. the... Most people that are, what, under 50, maybe under 40, I would say, are pretty... You're, you're okay for the most yeah, part. I've been a nurse since I was 19 and I haven't always washed my hands the way I'm supposed to yeah. and have been with multiple like nasty diseases I mean like a lot of stuff that's on contact precaution and haven't gotten it but it's like if you just really wash your hands that's yeah. what we tell them like wash your hands like, always wash your hands the isolation part is kind of weird like you're staying inside um that's just like um but I mean I understand it how so uh, you do you think these precautions we're doing now is like basically as a country as the United States? Do you think it's like a little too much? Or you I think, think we're it's gonna just... go into debt, and there's gonna well, be a yeah, lot of definitely. homelessness afterwards. And we're this definitely. is gonna hang around. How is it like after, 
you know, Wuhan lifted their, you know, isolation stuff. How is it just stops? Yeah. So I just don't understand that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And they're saying, I think they're starting to say that they're, they're getting new cases again. And I, and I just feel like, you know, you can't really just like stop countries. Yeah. I mean, it's like population control. Honestly. Yeah. That's what it is. It's kind <laughs> of elderly people we got to get rid of. Yeah. That's what it seems <laughs> like. Right. Yeah. But there's young people too. I mean, the pharmacist, um, in La Quinta that passed away, you know, but he came here from another County. Oh, okay. And who knows if he went to Walmart? Who know, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like. And I actually, I, I, I just heard on Joe Rogan podcast actually. He was saying that the flu is actually killing a lot of is. people right we now have too. Most of my hospice patients that we get, and even when I did hospice, it was all pneumonia. It was all flu. So many people. I mean, the flu kicked my ass this year. So it's yeah. like. And people are worried about the corona, you know, and the corona's bad, you it's know, bad, obviously. But, but if you look at, like, the numbers of how many people actually have it and how many people died, it's, like, way off. And how many people recovered? Like, so many people. So yeah, yeah. I feel like media needs to fuck off. Like, a little bit. I Because I, <laughs> I think the death percentage or the death rate is maybe 2% right now. And 2% is, come on, like, what yeah. is And then you have politics in on it and all that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. I think politics should stay out of healthcare for sure. Okay. But I mean, I think they're taking like the most precautions they can, but I just, I don't know. To me, it's just like, I don't know because I'm not. I don't think anybody knows. I think that's kind of what we're all doing. We're all kind of up in the air and we're just kind of like, let's see what happens. Healthcare is so expensive. It's so expensive. So, I mean, Austin doesn't have healthcare. I mean, even though I work and, you know, there was just so many things because he smokes, they wouldn't allow him on my. You know, so yeah, it's exactly. just like scary on your insurance me. and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes and it scares sense. me for my son mainly because it's like if he if the world the earthquakes, I think we're gonna have a big earthquake and we're all gonna you know go out that way. <laughs> that's what you think. That's the last thing we need. I've been saying it, and then we felt that little one, and I'm like, oh great, oh, here we go. Just God. don't make it painful. <laughs> We've been waiting for the big one for mm-hmm. how long now? I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm okay with earthquakes. I'd rather have earthquakes than like hurricanes or tornadoes or any of that other stuff. What do, what do you do for work? Are you doing? Uh, well, I do uh, I do drone photography, so mm-hmm. I fly a drone around. So like real estate photography or like events, mm-hmm. I do that. Um, I also do moving. I'm like a, I move people out of their houses. I'm driving mm-hmm. the, the big truck around and fucking. So is this like affecting you? Is it? Uh, not well. It was because I am a brand a brand rep for Hydro Flask as well. So like okay. I go to different stores and like I check their displays and stuff, and uh, that's all gone for now. You know, mm-hmm. for like the, like all the stores are basically shut down. Like did they're not you, having us come. Did through. you apply for unemployment? No, I've, I'm just so. Might I'm, as well. Shit. I know. I'm just not. I'm <laughs> not proactive like that. I don't really care yeah. that much. Like I I work still, and I just think like just there's a shitload of people applying for unemployment. I kind of think that's like a little like. I looked at the it's numbers, and I think they just want it for the numbers. It's like crazy that no, that's it's so. It's like what thirty percent or something. What did they say? Six point six uh, million as of like today. So it's dude. like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, like so. I don't. I don't want to be one of those people. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. let it. And not that if some people need unemployment, obviously. If you I just mean, I'm waiting for that work, check. Well, be nice. <laughs> I want that stimulus. Yeah, I haven't even done my taxes saying. yet, but. Yeah, I like see I like that meme I see that says you know if it's a if he wasn't your president then you should send the check back or something like that. Yeah, I like that. But no, I mean, that's you, the end of my politics and the. 100%. I was gonna say, are you for Trump? I'll stop it there. I'll stop it there. 
But uh, I'm definitely for Trump yeah. over Biden. I can tell you that. Yeah. If it's Joe Biden and Trump, I'm going Trump all day long. Not that I'm voting because I'm fucking lazy and I don't do any of that. <laughs> so I'm not going to vote. But uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd go Trump over Biden. Are the weed stores still open? Yeah. The they weed are. shops are still open. Yeah. That's I'm trying kinda, to think what. I guess that's a necessity, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to shop so bad. It's so oh, bad. Man. You want to okay. shop? You shop. Wanna... I just want to go shopping. Oh, uh, just go to the store? Just mm-hmm. go go to Target or something? Yeah, we've had this gift card to the Village Pub. It's a non-paid... <laughs> no, kidding. But to the Village Pub, and we can't even use it. We're going to use it we're for my like... birthday. We have um, season passes to, like, Disneyland and Knott's, and we're going to do that for our birthday. What did they What did they do about that? Disneyland, um, Disneyland did a whole refund, but Knott's... We went there. We had a whole Great Wolf Lodge. We had a whole thing yeah. for our birthdays in March when... We went to the mall there. We went to Dave and Buster's. Nobody was there. But we had fun. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we That's had fun. cool. Um, so Knott's. everything was still basically open when you went? Yeah. It was oh. like right at the... Empty, but it was open. And then Knott's was... Um, they're just giving us extra months. But I'm Got like, you. okay, so when this stops, we're all going to go out. We're all going to go. Yeah. Get sick. <laughs> yeah, everybody's going to go and just... Mm-hmm. Whoever has it that is asymptomatic is going to pass around. Yeah. Um, but... I don't know. I I was going to the gym every fucking day. You know, I was going every Gym's day, nasty. and that's what's killing me right now. I love the gym. The gym I is... started the gym in the morning to my coworker, but I've gained so much weight, so much weight. I need to go just back. Just get it back. You're good. I, know, just I need to work out. Just, yeah. I like to eat. But you're working, and it sounds like you're working crazy shifts. You know, yeah. eighteen hour shifts or whatever you're working. That's pretty wild. Like I don't yeah. know how you're doing that. Like some days won't sleep for like twenty four hours, and we're all just. I mean. I can't say what we do on night shift, <laughs> just in case. Just but. leave it. I would. Yeah. I, uh, I the only thing that reminds me of that is when I was work, when I was going to college, I would like go to school and then I work graveyard. So I, it was kind of the same thing. I was almost working two jobs, but that's what yeah. you're doing. But you're doing it. How was it with job. your little ones? Like, what are you guys? What are you doing different? Uh, honestly, like they just don't go anywhere. Like they just mm-hmm. stay at the house. Like if I go go to a restaurant and get some food or whatever, I I'll just go pick it up and they'll stay home. Yeah. But uh. I don't know. I'm not really worried about them because they, they did say the first U.S. kid corona death or whatever. One was an, a uh, some t- teenager that already had an issue. I know he had some sort of breathing, respiratory problem or something already. And then the other one was a one-day-old baby. And the baby was born at like 22 weeks. Mm-hmm. So the baby was already preemie. So like, what are we doing here? You know? Well, my like, thing is I'm going to tell my sister, like, let's do a home birth. I'll have to live with the baby. Let's do it. Oh, man. That makes trying to me nervous. Convince her. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense actually, especially with what's going on. That would kind of make sense, because uh, because I don't know the one baby that did die was a preemie, and we all know you know if you're born at twenty twenty weeks, twenty two weeks, you know that's pretty early. So you know yeah. there was already issues going on. The mom had corona, and then the baby was tested positive, obviously for it. I think there's gonna be a lot of divorces after this, and I a think lot so. of that's what I was saying, dude. I was saying I was actually telling my buddy, uh, it's kind of fucked up. But I was just telling my buddy, I was like, man, all these people are just stuck with their wives and their husbands that they don't like, you know? They're like, they're, they're side bitches with their husband or whatever, and they're just like sitting there and just hating life, you know? But I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah. That's what happens when you play two sides, I guess. Yeah, see, it's opposite. Well, Austin, he thinks that Corona's not a big thing. So I have a hard time, like, and you know I'm in the middle, but like, he doesn't wear masks. He doesn't wash his hands. He He's just like, whatever, all the way, huh? you know. Yeah. So, but I mean, he doesn't leave the house either way. But it's like, it's serious. 
That's I, hard when you're like working with it and you come home and you just like hate everybody because you're like, I'm a hero. I'm, <laughs> I'm a hero. on the front lines like <laughs> kicking ass, so you should like bow down. But I'm like yeah. actually <laughs> out there helping. But he's like, yeah, it's not that serious. <laughs> I think it's serious, and and I was I was one of those people too. I was one of those people like, man, like it's obviously it's only old people that are getting killed. And yeah. Shit. So I wasn't really worried about it. It's old people. Fuck it, they're old already. And yeah, sorry, sorry for the old people, but it is what it is. Yeah. Sorry, grandma, grandpa, whatever. Yeah, I know. Uh, but uh, what sketched me out was New York when they had I don't know how many deaths in one day, mm-hmm. like fourteen hundred or or two thousand or yeah. something crazy, and I was like, and they're stacking up body bags, and that's what they're gonna yeah. do here. That's why Riverside Riverside County Festival, where that's at. That means they have National Guard there. They're ready. And really? I, that's yeah. so crazy. And I'm a part of Flying with Doctors, where we go out during emergencies and help, like, um, you know, I usually go out to Thermal and do the free medical care. But now they're calling us in to go there to help screen people. And it's like, but when you go there and you see, like, what's going on behind the scenes, you're a little, yeah. like, ooh, martial law is going to happen. That's kind of <laughs> what it seems like, huh? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. My patient told me, like, all we need is locuses. <laughs> like, the end of the world type thing. Oh, you know? I was sorry. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. You're I throwing me Bible, off. But yeah, yeah, no, you know, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Locuses flying around the, the end. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. She said, and one there. of my patients, she's like 97. And she's just like, I've been through the Holocaust. Like, she came here from Germany. And she said that, you know, I've been through the plague and all these different diseases and that. She's never been more scared than now, and that's when I kind of was like, damn, that sucks. And, you know, for her, this, you know, to hear that from somebody that, like, survived the Holocaust, you're just like, fuck. That is, I, I'm <laughs> Our pretty... Is fucked up. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. Yeah. I feel, I feel pretty, kind of the same way. Not that I'm scared, I just feel kind of like my eyes are open mm-hmm. at just kind of how quickly our freedom or whatever is is gone you know like yeah. how it was like oh we're a free country you go to the and, then, and then out of nowhere you can't even leave your house and everybody's like no. all right i'll I stay have, home i have yet to got pulled over yet but i have a letter in my car that i have to show them that i'm a healthcare worker and i get like a clear clear way so. really i've been driving around it all day but i've never got pulled over day and night yet. so i haven't got pulled over either i don't think people, i don't think they're that crazy yet i don't but think if, they want to get it they're <laughs> gonna pull us over and cough yeah, yeah, that's true. Huh? <laughs> or they give it to us because mm-hmm. they have it. But that's the craziest thing to me. I think it's like, wow, we we're willing to give up our freedom so quickly. Are you worried about your grandparents, like pops and? I'm worried. I'm worried about them, but they're not really by too many people, so I'm not really worried yeah. too much. I'm worried more about my dad because my dad, he's kind of you know he has issues. He has he already has like a shunt in his head, and mm-hmm. he's got medical issues on blood thinners. Like so, yeah. that's the guy that makes me nervous out of everybody. So I, that like I was even doing a. I was even doing like DoorDash. I was doing. Yeah, like, I do that too. I'll just kind of on the side. It's like my side hustle. I'm like, it's all right. money. You can make some good <laughs> if money. If I want to go buy a bottle, I'm like, all right, I'll just go deliver. Do a couple deliveries. But I kind of like don't do. I don't do it right now because I I'm stopped like, doing it. I, stopped I don't doing know, it. and I don't know if it's busy. Right? Is it busy right now? I that? stopped. I stopped doing it. Uh, it keep, they keep sending me messages saying, oh, it's very busy in India, blah, 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 whatever. And they keep giving biz, bonuses, bonuses, you know, like two dollars yeah. extra, whatever. But I haven't done any of them because. I just, I'm, I'm nervous, to, just for my dad, mainly, and my dad's like, I'm just more like, can't do that. I don't want to put their food in my car, if, you know, I had my scrub sitting there, and then, you know, I had this lady I would always do every week, and I just did that as like a side hustle, you know, and then she would tip me like $20, so it just really? became my Really? You just knew? She was yeah, just... well, I would only do restaurants, because that's where the money is, you Yeah, know? you're yeah. not going to get a good tip if you're going to Jack and Box. Exactly. And then right now, I don't feel like people would tip good anyways, because they're not working. 
You yeah, know. yeah, that's true. I just did a moving job today. I didn't get tipped. I I ordered um from Grubhub. I ordered Sonic, and it was closed, and they took my money. <laughs> so I had to call and like complain. Really? Yeah, because all of them have different store hours now, and it's like. And they, you didn't you didn't get your money back? Well, I had to email them and do all this stupid shit to get my money back. That's but crazy. Finally got it back. I had to do that shit with. I'm gonna have to do that shit actually with Quick Quack Car Wash. Oh, okay. Cause they're one of those, they do that dirty shit to where like you have to like. What about gym? Are you still paying gym memberships? No, they froze them. They did. Okay. They See? were pretty cool. EOS, shout out to EOS Gym because they actually were pretty legit. They uh right off the bat they froze everybody's memberships and I know they paid their workers. They've been paying uh-huh. them even when they haven't been working. So that's that's shout out EOS. I I don't even work Do there. You have anything. a Planet Fitness. Yeah, I've never. Uh, I worked out there like once and you it was. You worked there. I worked out there. Oh, I like it because I just go there for massages and oh, work really? out. Yeah. <laughs> and I do the tanning there, but I, I tried to work out there. It worked out. There it was cool, but it's just not a gym, really. Like it's a gym. Like it's enough. There's no but... trainers. Or... I want to do the the bikes. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it's called, but me and my coworker would go there like every spin morning. Class? Yeah. Spin class. But they don't have classes. Yeah. Yeah, I want to try yoga. Yoga See, is something I want I'm going to have to pay you to train me because... I can train you. Yeah, yeah, I just don't want judgment because I'm a fat I ass and I fall you. all the time. You know, you fall all the time? Yeah. That's all good. I'm probably not going to have you running. No. So you can walk yeah, I just need to tone it back up. I mean... I'm not a runner. going to the bar and then I gained all this weight. <laughs> I stayed inside and now... I know. That's I'm homely sucks. looking. <laughs> Luckily, I'm not... Eating really, I'm just not eating. I haven't been, I haven't been that hungry, but I haven't been working out, so I'm, I feel like I'm just getting like skinny fat. I, I was on diet fat. pills, like the Phenermine. So my muscles still kind of big in those. You still got big muscles. I was on the Phenermine, the Fen Fen. That's like that? illegal. Oh really? It's basically like crack in a pill. Really? Yeah, you get it in Coachella, prescribed. Really? Yes, but when you do drug tests, it tests positive for meth. Wow. But you have a prescription. Oh, okay. But it does. It makes you work out. It makes you not eat. It, like, you don't, you're not hungry at all. Like, you could not eat for days. So I have to, like, remind myself. So I have to you gotta go. eat something. Yeah, my mom takes it, too. I have to go re-up. Jeez, <laughs> I take, I take uh, animal cuts. But it's just like a, it's a testosterone booster, mm-hmm. like, fat burner. So it's got, like, you know, I know it's got, like, caffeine in it. But if you're not, you if you're not losing weight, they won't give you the pills. Oh, really? Yeah, because some people, like, they won't take it and work out. If you work out, you'll get skinny. Like, I lost 80 pounds. I was what do they take it? What do they, t- what do they do? They'll just take it just to get the high feel or whatever? That or, or they get won't the take energy. it. They won't come back for the next month. and Like, they're not consistent. Like, they'll not eat for four days and then just fucking grow up. And you uh, have to, like, if you dieted with it, you lose. Like, I lost 80 pounds after when I got really big. Really? Yeah. And then... But it wasn't the most healthiest way. I was like eating ice. <laughs> That's all yeah, I would eat. No. <laughs> but yeah, now I mean I'm eating so much at work. I'm eating all the time. I yeah. order Papa Dan's every day. Everything. Papa Dan's. Yeah, I go to I go to <laughs> Castaneda's every morning. Like they know me. Extra cheese. They know <laughs> me. <laughs> so bad. So I'll have to hit you up to work out. I try to act but, like I'm healthy, but I've eaten panda all the time. I love panda. Yeah, I love panda too. I just eat healthy. You know, there's, I get like the string bean chicken. There's a place in the address called Kim Lang's or Kim Long. It's good. Or Holy what? fuck! And they give you so much food for. I tried to. Uh, it's so amazing. I don't know what the place is called, but it's in India. It's right by Sloan's. Have you been to Sloan's? Yeah. Oh, you went there. That little. The Chinese place. Yeah, like right over there. Is it good? 
It's pretty good. They got this thing called. I was just trying called... to Joe's person and looking at that, and then I moved. Uh-huh. Never tried it. You know, what was good was pick up sticks. I never like no. No, you don't like Mm-mm. it. They had good noodles. I like the chow mein. If you got like big chow mein noodles, I like pork that. or what do you like chicken? Uh, just the noodles mainly. Mm-hmm. I like the noodles. You know, like the thick noodles. That During are, like... this quarantine time, I've learned to Ooh. make steak porterhouses. I learned to make bread because that's what we're doing now as millennials. I have okay. sourdough cooking in my fridge. You're making bread, Yes, huh? I'm making wow. bread. I hand wash all my clothes. Okay. You're just like, <laughs> I'm just learning yeah. how to be Amish right now. <laughs> I don't know. I want to do some money. But right now, all the cool people are making bread, especially sourdough. Really? Yeah, it's like one of those hype things that are on TikTok. And so is this your first bread you've made, or is this, have you made a couple um, loaves before? I've made multiple before? breads. But yeah. yeah, it's a mission. Multiple bread. <laughs> but multiple bread. Figuratively. And, yeah. But like, it's like, now you know what yeast infection means because you have to like cook it. Like the sourdough to get that sour taste, you have to let it like curdle uh-huh. <laughs> in your uh-huh. fridge. You leave it in there to get like, it's not moldy, but like sour. Yeah. Like sour milk. I get you. Pretty much kind of, kind of yeah. like moldy. Like some of that cheese yeah. that's in Picked there. Picked up you know? puzzling. I already knit. But Austin's just like, I'm driving him crazy because he plays video games and then there's me making bread and I make steak. He doesn't like that? He I'd likes it, but... I'd be in love with that. I'd be like, yes. I started so many projects around the house, so it's just like... You just got a little thing. Yeah, I paid Nathan everywhere. to come clean my house. Really? <laughs> yeah. That was good. Got yeah. him running around. Yeah, I've done some weird crap. What if I haven't done much during quarantine? I've worked actually because I've been just doing a lot of moving for people, mm-hmm. which is basically gonna shut down actually uh, on Friday. They're shutting it down the office for a couple weeks, just and not even because they have to, because you know people still have to move and stuff. So it's not like it's something that yeah. we have to stop, but just mainly because uh, the owner he just wants to be safe, you know. Just yeah, I started making masks smart. for medical people. Well, yeah. my staff, everybody at my work. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The masks, I don't know. The masks, I... The cloth masks well. don't do shit. Honestly, the only ones that work are like N95. The real masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And you get fitted for them, so that has to be your perfect fit. So it's like, yeah, so I have those. Lots of those. I've been stocking them up. But mm. just for tracing all them. Because right now I use cloth masks, but as soon as the positive patients come that are come they're already there but we have to then you're gonna have the real that, yeah, yeah that makes sense because mm-hmm. then you're gonna actually be right there yeah. dealing with them so what what is your uh you know let's actually i don't even want to go into your day-to-day what <laughs> what uh i was gonna ask you but i just want to ask you what what caused you to get into nursing number one and then what did you do like what type of schooling did you do where'd you go and uh, what did, did you get a degree? Or did you well, I was a lovely product of Summit High School because I was okay. a bad teenager, very, very bad. Okay. So I met my husband on Facebook. He picked me up and I got pregnant at 16. And so when I had run away from home and my parents kicked me out, so we got this little like studio in Cat City, like on Pueblo Trail, like the ghetto streets. Uh-huh. And we made it work and I sat down while I was working at Boomers and I thought like, okay, I can't make a living doing this. Like, what is one thing I could do? And I wanted to be a mortician. And um, you just don't make a lot of money doing that. And that's with dead bodies? Yeah. Okay. I, I just... mean, maybe now you could make money with okay. all the people dying, but... Um, now so, you make a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> but I never was one... To, I like to do the embalming of dead right. people, but I don't like to um, sell coffins to people and do all that, or cremate people. I don't yeah, like that. Yeah. But I thought, okay, well, what's something I could do and do it fast so that when Trace comes, I could be, like, set. And so 
I became an, I started nursing, I graduated high school at 17, and then I became a nurse at 19, so I started nursing school two months after Trace was born, which is like, he was born in 2012, which was like the perfect time, because babies just sleep, and he would just sleep, and at that time, you know, I got married young, I had done everything, and you know, me and Austin barely knew each other when all this happened, so we got to know each other pretty quick, and when I gave birth, I just started school. It was like a 16th month or 14 month program. Um, I went to SBB, which is like a trade school, and I was one uh -huh. of the first graduating class there, which kind of sucked because you pay my class. My schooling was forty two thousand, and you pay really? yeah, and Jesus. the labs and you don't really learn a lot in nursing. You learn a lot of books, and it's you learn nursing in a short period of time. So you're being crammed all this shit. And, you know, LVN and RN, the only difference is we can't do IV meds, like push. I can do IVs, fluids, electrolytes, all that. I just can't push meds in California. If I okay. go to Arizona, I can. If I go to, you know, that's the only difference. Really? Yeah, and people think it's like a huge difference, but really, that's the only difference. And California is the strictest on LVNs as far as, like, you can't push drugs, whereas in Arizona, I can push morphine, I can do all that. Yeah. Um... So when I did that, you have to take an entrance exam, like a nursing exam. And so I passed that in October and was a nurse by January of 2013. And my first job was at Premier in Palm Springs and I was there for three years. And then I went to the jail where I was there for a year and a half, which I loved. But it's like, you know, hard working with all those men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard. It takes a toll on your working in a jail, prison. Um, yeah. It, it was hard because you are... You're around a lot of dogs. Yeah, that. Savages. And, you know, surprisingly, it wasn't the inmates. Everyone's like, are you scared of the inmates? It was hard seeing people I went to high school with get arrested. It was hard seeing okay. um, my friends get arrested for... DUIs that I had just hung out with the night before yeah, and yeah. it's like seven in the morning and they're being coming in and um and then you know just after the officer's death in Palm Springs the two officers that died you know you get close to the officers and to you know it's a dangerous life very like, yeah. yeah and then you know made a lot of good connections but then I just went back to hospice and back to actual nursing where you do actual nursing jobs so, um, I already have some of my prerequisites done. So, if you're an LVN, you can do, like, a bridge program to RN, which is only, like, you only go to school for a year, like, one semester. But, lovely, California makes you do all these prerequisites, and the schools are so full that you're going to be in school for five years. You might as well just do it over. Yeah. So, um, and even when you graduate from, like, a public college, it's associates, and no places will hire an RN with an associate's degree. You have to have a bachelor's. So there's a lot of things that California kind of like screws you over with as far as like They nursing. make you have to just go extra. Yeah, but good thing is right now, if you're in school to be a nurse, you can go test out right now because they need nurses to be on the... Really? Yes. So this is kind of the lucky time to get yeah, in there now. Yeah, like if... Um, I mean, I had, you know, lost my job at the prison, which was really bad, you know, and so when that happened, I kind of got discouraged about the whole nursing career uh -huh. and, you know, they kind of fucked me over. That's how I felt. And so I didn't want to be a nurse, but then, so I took a little hiatus with that and came back. But, um, even now, like I was told, you know, the governor put out an order. You can go test if you want to be RN. Um, I'm not sure what all the hoops are, but you just go to California.gov and you can, if you're a CNA, everything, like they will help Have you Have you thought about that? 
I thought about it, yeah, but um, I don't know. I don't know. See, see, wait. I'm comfortable right now. I don't really want to do anything for the government right now. (laughs) Yeah, you know, because they could send you anywhere. So okay. Yeah, Yeah. but once you know, nursing has been. I mean, I went from. So how do you feel? Are you are you happy that you're a nurse? Do you feel like it's yeah, yeah. If you want to make money and you want to work as much as you want to work, you can get as much hours. You can go anywhere. You don't have to always do like hands-on medical care. You can do billing. You can do. So many different things, like a wide range. I mean, I want to be a pathologist, like a coroner. What's up with you and dead bodies? I love it. They don't talk. They don't talk. Nice. I just love it, you know? So it's like, that's my goal is to be a pathologist. So, I mean, you can, I volunteered at the coroner's office. And how was that? I love it. I love it. Just learning. You still do it? Um, I'm still on there, but I haven't gone in a while. But anybody can. You don't have to be a medical professional, like... Um, I went and watched a DUI driver death, like them do the autopsy, and I thought, fuck, I'm not going to drink and drive. Just so, how crazy it looked? Yeah, so I want to sign my son up to watch an autopsy when he gets a little older to see, like, this is what drugs do, you, you know, yeah, this yeah. is that. Um, but anybody, like, off the streets, they do a background test that you can watch an autopsy, you can help out, and it's really that cool. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Yeah, so how would you? How would you go about getting in there like how is there a volunteer form yeah there's a volunteer form um riverside county sheriff has um i tried to be a sheriff deputy like for the coroner's office so um you know i answered a couple tests wrong because i had you know done acid when i was in high school you can't do that yeah (laughs) i can't do do that that. be a deputy you know so that disqualified me so um, but you have to be a police officer to work at the coroner's office, and I never knew that. I just wanted to see, like, all the blood and guts and gore of it. Yeah, I didn't know but, that either. Yeah, you have to go through, um, a separate training, and it's coroner deputy. That's what it's called. So you, you have to go through all the deputy, get yeah. through all your basic training, and then yeah, that's another training. To work at the coroner's office, like, um, I'm already cleared for San Bernardino coroner's office, so, and it's just a wait list. If a job comes up, then I can... And you have to train, so you don't get paid. Wait, so you can work there then? Yeah, as a, well, uh, they hire nurses to uh, do, like, the back of it. Gotcha, gotcha. If they are medical assistants. I keep spelling this shit all over me. Good. Medical assistants. How is it? Good? Good, yeah. yeah. Uh, medical assistants, anything. Yeah. Man, Any sort so of medical mean. background, but I love it. This the is human body is job. badass. The things that they tell you. I mean, you can test what they ate last. It's so cool. I like people that shoot themselves in the head and then you get to put their head back together. Really? Oh my god, yeah. It's really interesting. So how many, if you could guesstimate, how many dead bodies have you seen in your life? Too many. Too many. Well, I've done CPR like 64 times. 64 64, times? 64, yeah. And I've only ever brought one person back. And the the, likelihood of you living through CPR over the age of like 30 is not very high. Really? Yeah, Yeah, it's like less than 10%. So the only way that you can... You know, bring them back because you have to have everything right there. You have to catch them like right away. Jesus. Where like when you pass away and you're at the nursing home and you're a full code and they finally find your body and you're a cold. You like still have to do CPR. Yeah, I know. We uh, they've done that a few times actually. Yeah. At my, I worked at Bighorn really? Golf Club. Yeah, I and worked they there. Still did, did, it? did security. Well, and well, they you know sometimes you'd find. You know, they're older people, so they, mm-hmm. in the past, it wasn't very often, maybe a couple of times, but that was what it is. You know, even if you know they're done, you obviously gotta... Yeah. I mean, at the jail was a scary one because we had a guy overdose and the inmates kind of 
you know, he looked like he was sleeping. The officers have lied and said he's awake and breathing, you know, when they document or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, not going to say which jail, but yeah. And so he finally, they found him and he was cold, lips blue. We still had to do CPR. Everything's on camera. And then the coroner came, shut, and we had to go on lockdown in the jail. And, you know, he was there for six hours. And we still had to do everything. And you're like, you know, because it's not pretty. I mean, yeah, a lot yeah. of times they're vomiting. My, you know, my first code, she was an alcoholic and she bled to death. So, I mean, it was coming out of her nose, her eyes. Really? And she was just talking and her eyes just kind of went back in her head and it just black blood. Like, it was black. I can't drink red wine because of it. Because it was like what happened? dark. Um, she had liver cirrhosis. So, you bleed out. And she was normal we would drain her lung she had a tube into her lung and you can only drain so much at a time and so you know over a liter of blood we had to stop and then so we stopped and then all of a sudden she just like went that and just you know i remember at the time because i was rubbing her feet because she said her feet hurt and it just her eyes rolled back and then it just started like seeping out and i remember the paramedics came in and we had done cpr we were doing it, and I was scooping the blood out of her mouth because you, the <coughs> suction machine wasn't working, and all, of course, everything wrong happened. So we're trying Dude. to clear her, and we intubated her. How old were you? This was when I was brand new, so I was 19. So she, I mean, I had blood on my clothes. I was trying to stick my hand in there, try to get out. When we intubated her, it was just pulling. And that noise, that sound, and it was like my first time and the paramedics Jesus. would not let me stop. They were telling me, like, keep going, like, you need to learn, this is how it's going to be, like, and... They're I, like, this is going to be your dream. Yeah, like, you, this. this is it. And thank God he told me that, that paramedic was amazing. And <laughs> when I walked out, outside, after it was done, I mean, I had this shit on my pants. And it, you know, I walked out and I just was like, this is not for me. I don't like this <laughs> at all. And, um, but that was the first time and then... I'm glad it was like the worst time, but the one guy I brought back, he passed away three days later in the ICU. But his wife like wrote a letter to me and this the like thanking you for yeah, your... saying she got three extra days to be with him and say her goodbyes. And so you think like, oh, you know, you deal with a lot of shitty shit, but the patients that you know, I, my tattoo artist, um, I was there with his grandpa. I made sure everything you could do to make sure that family knows that they'll always remember you. Mm, you know, yeah, that's why I like yeah. hospice and stuff. They'll always remember you. So, I mean, I would do special little things. Like, we had this lady that planted a plant in one of our gardens. And I had unplanted the plant and put it in a <coughs> thing to give to the family so they remember. That's you do super these, cool. Yeah, you do these, like, super sweet things. They're always going to remember. And they're right? forever. It's yeah, not I get like Christmas a, cards. For a yeah. And it's very humbling. That's why I like nursing. I don't like people. And I never, you know, that's why that's I That's like, weird that you don't like people, but you like to make people's Feel, last couple yeah. of days and, and that's why it's like weird it's like because i can be hard i can be mean as a nurse i mean i'll tell you how it is because i don't let patients yell at me i've been hit i've been spit at and pushed and you know as usually when i tell them how it is and i talk to them like a human and not like oh i'm fake and happy trying to be happy you know you get this rapport and you're dealing with people that just got a cancer diagnosis or and mm. You know, it's just sad stuff, so you're very... I appreciate it. Thanks, sir. Yeah, it's a very, very humbling job. I need a bottle opener! <laughs> it's very humbling, but I mean, I have this box at home of all these, like, thank you letters, and I just think, you know, we have these administrators in 
business people in the facility that just care about, you know, feels like money and trying to push people in. Yeah, I did. You're not even, like, you don't even see these yeah. people. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm here every day, like, in the and front lines. And it's sad, lines. yeah. You know, we have patients that are so old, they don't have anyone at their funeral. And it's, like, you know, the people that are there are us. And it's crazy, but it's just... It's very, very humbling. As much as, like, you know, I like nursing and stuff. I hate people. Um, some shifts are really shitty. It's hard to... No, I got it. It's hard to do CPR on a patient and then come back into a room and some family members bitching about water not being filled up. You're like, dude, I like what the fuck? Like, do <laughs> yeah. you know your know like what's going on? Really? Yeah, and you know, right now no families are allowed to visit. You know, I've offered them to visit outside through the window, but you know, nobody's allowed in the building. We have and it's crazy because it's like it's just we're all stuck together. So right now everybody's on edge. I'm a bitch. I can't believe that you've done CPR sixty four yeah. times. And only one got brought back. It's cr- and you when you do CPR, you hear the ribs crack. Yeah, it's like not pretty. They always I, uh, vomit, and you know you do a lot of people do it wrong half the time. I'm a CPR instructor, so it's like when you. Yeah. I just gotta think how your brain works, like how you are, just knowing how what you've gone through. Because I saw one, one. It was a kid, maybe three years old drown i saw you him saw i saw him drown i saw them no, i saw no. them I, I i got a call i was wearing security i got a call that uh this guy it was just a landscaper or something he heard somebody screaming he's like i just hear somebody screaming in their backyard and he's like i don't know from where he's like he kind of gave me the address and so we like went over there and uh we got there and this kid was it was like a three-year-old i don't even know if it was a boy or girl so it was just laying there on the on the They're side like of the adults. pool Huh? They look like little dolls. Yeah, and it, his he looked scared, you know, like his eyes were open, and and oh. he was his blue, like he was his face was blue, and and that was like I never forgot that, and I was that tripped me out so much, like I was like, did he do CPR? Weird. No, they were, the dad was doing CPR. The dad was a doctor, and and what's crazy okay. is is the the kid ended up like he was in a coma and, and everything, or she, he or she, I don't remember if it was a boy or girl, because it was a little two-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, but he ended up coming back, he or she ended up coming back, and, and so, you know, I don't know how, what happened at the end, but I literally thought I saw a little two-year-old die, and I had a two-year-old and a four-year-old at the time. And, and you was, never got, like, a follow-up from it? Well, we got a follow-up, oh, okay. and they said that the kid had came back, and, like, that they expect a, a full recovery. They were hoping mm-hmm. a full recovery, but we got, the first follow-up was Kids the kid are, was in a coma. They're, they're like... They can handle it, huh? Yeah, they're resentless. Just... Like, yeah. their bones are so flexible. So when you start CPR and you break those rib bones, you, um, you can puncture a, long, a lot of stuff in. So it's like, you, you kids, it doesn't break. It's yeah, like, that's okay, I've only ever yeah. seen one dead kid and he passed away because his parents like rolled over on him when they were sleeping. It was like a newborn. And it, it didn't hit me. It was a kid because you're watching the autopsy and it just looked like a doll. Like, he didn't look real to me. Yeah, it's like when they were, you know, it's just that's the only thing you're thinking like, but they're human, so it's yeah. hard for me to differentiate. You had a baby, it was like a baby, baby, then, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like for me, Trace, I think, like, okay, what would what would I do? Or I watched that trial um, on Netflix about the kid that was abused, Shoot, that and I so pissed me off so much. But for her, me, it's hard to dif- differentiate these are people <laughs> because I'm so used to death and I'm so used to. Everything that when I find an unresponsive person, it's like nature to me to yell like at the other staff to get the crash cart and automatically you start compressions and then... You're not even thinking about it. You know, it's I'm, just reactions. I'm, at one time I walked in there doing CPR and the nurse is doing mouth to mouth on an aid patient. 
no covering, no nothing. Oh. And I'm like, and this is Aria, and I'm like, he, like dude, you know, he has HIV, and I'm thinking compressions are the most important. You don't even have to give breaths a lot of the exactly, time. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm looking at her like, she's fucking crazy. Like, what are you doing? But a lot of times, like, a couple of my CNAs never seen a dead body, so I'm waiting for one to happen because they're, like, terrified. But you feel the spirit leave the body for sure, and we always open the window after they die so their spirit can, like, leave. So are you religious at all? Uh, no. Do you? Well, pag- I was pagan, and then... Do you, okay, I shouldn't say really, but but do you spiritual. believe there's something? Yeah, are you definitely. spiritually believe Yeah, like I go to a medium and all that crap, but I definitely do. You, you I can know if my patient's dead before going to a room. I don't know if it's just like the sixth sense, but like you can just tell because a lot of times their heart will still beat after they die. It will still have a few sides, so we'll have family. Family will ask me, well, when do you think they're going to die so we can be there? And I, I never tell them a date because if you're wrong... They'll bitch at you. And they'll be like, you why know? the fuck? They'll make all not? these arrangements. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah. So, um, the, you can just tell. There's signs like their feet will get blue and like veiny modeling. And then I always know when they're going to die by their eyes. I could just like look at the pupil and I could just tell. But they do this breathing, um, you know, that it's hard for the families to hear. We call it the death rattle. It's like fluid basically build up. And it's super hard on the families, but like hospice, I would tell the families, like, I'm here for you guys. The patient, a lot of times they die from drug overdose. It's not their disease. You're giving them morphine every hour. You're giving them so much stuff that you're trying to make them comfortable. Uh, and I think yeah, a lot sure. of them pass away from that. Uh-huh. But it's more of like the comfort for the family. Like, I did a phys- physician-assisted suicide, and that was really cool. Because you have to get cleared by... It's legal in California. Really? It's legal in Oregon. You're tripping me out right now. I was like, are we talking about a crime right now? It's, but... Well, you have to get cleared through a psychologist, three different doctors. You have to have a terminal illness. So this guy had Luke Erickson's disease. He's like 47. He's young. He's a father. He, He's um, 47. 47. He started losing the ability to move his hands, his legs, and it kind of goes up. And once you lose you know, your ability to breathe... That's it. And he had these implants in his eyes that he could communicate with you, like, through a computer. Like, he would play poker on his little really? computer. And his eyes were the mouse. It was really cool. That's pretty cool, yeah. And so his family did not agree with him doing that. Um, so he didn't have anybody, really. Um, he, like, the last part of it, I mean, I asked him, are you sure? Are you sure? They give you, like, a mix of powder, and he has to be able to, to be the one to mix it. We can't do it. Because if he wants to change his mind, that's on him. So uh-huh. um, a lot of the nurses opted out of going, doing his home visit because they didn't agree with killing somebody. They didn't agree with it. So for me, it's like, you know, this is a quality of life, you know, yeah, Like he's him. stuck there. He can't even do anything. His family didn't agree. His wife. Him moving his eyeballs is yeah. his life. Is a, um, he was still able to communicate a little bit, but like he was going to lose ability to breathe and be on a ventilator. Like that's not. So a, it was already like, it yeah, was, he had his mind. He was so cool. Yeah, yeah. So you have to mix it with a drink. You mix it with Kool-Aid and he would, he was joking about like, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid and, um, he was such a funny guy. And so it's basically a mix of what people already overdose on, like fentanyl. Um, it has bar- basically a bunch of barbiturates in it and you pour it and you drink it, you drink it. And he, um. We drank Takati together <laughs> before he passed away, really? but it took six hours, and it's but it was peaceful. 
he just kind of went to sleep and it was his choice and I thought that was awful. How was he for those six hours? Like, was he... Talking. Talking about his life, but then he just got really tired and just went to sleep and, you know, you could hear that breathing and then it just went away. It just, that was it. And so, no, none of his family showed up and was They were there, like, more towards the end, um, but they were upset. Oh, okay. But so that's like a normal stage. That's good. That's good. They ended up you know, there's a normal stage. And so I've been put in like multiple patients' wills, and which is cool, but you can't take anything. Like as a nurse, you can't take. And so he he left me a letter, and he was really cool. And it's he's one of the ones like I remember. So even if they leave you in the in the will, they you can't. It's take up to anything. you. So what did you use? You, you he think left me two hundred dollars, and you know he had a letter. <laughs> like two hundred dollars a letter. <laughs> You're like, I thought he left you. A, I've had sick uh, dinners. I've had different things. But yeah, and I've taken care of a lot of famous people. Um, the Batmobile, the guy who has, I can't say which one, but he helped invent the Batmobile really? car. That's mm. interesting. Yeah, I've taken a lot of different people, but he's one that I remember. There's a lot. I've had a, you know, a young mom pass away on hospice. There's a lot of people. It's not just old people. You know, people are always like, you just take care of old people. But it's, you do a lot. You see a lot. But death, you can definitely know when they die by their spirit. Like, you know, our place is haunted. <laughs> you see weird shit. You see a lot of weird shit. I bet you do, yeah. Mm -hmm. We wow. play a lot of pranks on April Fool's. I try to tell the mortician that when he came in to pick up a body that it was in a room but it was me under the blanket so it's like oh my we do a lot of weird shit <laughs> you have to keep the humor alive you gotta keep it yeah you gotta keep it light keep the air yeah. light but know? nursing is a great job for anyone that wants to do it you just have to you gain tough skin I used to be so quiet and then now I'm not <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm tough. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think when you, you see all that, shit. like, what are you, yeah. Like, it is hard, though, on families. It's hard on a marriage. It's hard as a mom. Um, because you, you work a lot and you take a lot of, you try to not take a lot of stuff home emotionally. You can't have a shift where you've seen three people die and you're just tired and you don't have anybody to talk to about that. Yeah. Because, you know, your husband or wife, they don't understand. You know, they expect you to just, like, life. suck yeah. it up. And so, when a lot of nurses drink a lot, a lot of nurses become drug addicts. Well, it's kind of like, um, uh, like police officers and mm -hmm, stuff like Same that, exact know? thing. So, yeah. yeah. I'm sure they're both probably top, I'm sure yeah. top five in yeah, the nursery. Yeah, I feel like police, police officers. Yeah, hell yeah. And then, when I worked mental health at the, um, the place in India, it was 5150. You, I mean, we had an eight-year-old try and kill himself. And we had to send him back home to, you know, this household that maybe not was right for him. And you think, like, because of this government, and you think of all of the people and the money, it's all run by money, and so yeah. it's really depressing. Yeah. You know, you're trying to protect people, and sometimes you can't. That kind of sucks, you know, when yeah. you actually do care, and you're like, damn, I can't even do nothing about yeah. it. And yeah, and then you see a lot of, like, especially when you do psych, women will get pregnant and give birth to babies and these over and over, you know, and these poor babies had nobody, like, or they're being raped by their family members or things like that. Yeah, it's, it's hard. You have to be tough. When I watched that, uh, Gabriel Fernandez, the that one, I watched that, that made me want to be, like, a one of those, uh, what is it, child protective or social workers. It made me want to, but they, those social workers, they probably were told by their hurry ups not to do shit, you know? It's all Yeah, like, yeah, no, that's I what I'm saying. I would never want to be part of that. Yeah, blood yeah. on my hands, you know. Yeah, that, I definitely wouldn't be like but how that. How sad is that? Like, you know, I thought about fostering because they have this house in Palm Desert with all these foster kids that are on ventilators, 
and they were a lot of them were abused by like boyfriends like of their moms like when i worked at the jail that's so prevalent yeah so i worked at the jail this guy came in he had killed his girlfriend's son in coachella i mean they had just did the trial like i think recently but he killed he had kicked him to death beat him to death um and the guy came in in a white murder suit and he still had blood on him um and i don't know if it was from the kid because it had happened a while ago i don't know who where it was from but it made me so pissed yeah you go in there and you're taking his vitals make sure you know he's fine to go in the jail and then you know i'm doing med pass one day in all the cells and he's like i need an scd test i'm bitching about some stupid fucking shit and i was just like you you know uh, thinking that in my head yeah, like and yeah. you can't you have to like cut you gotta it stay off. professional yeah and you know the indio jail is like one of the most ones that have the sex offenders and i never knew that i thought this valley like i was like this valley i never knew there were so many sexual predators or how many guys weird, kill their girlfriend's babies like a lot <sighs> not just gabriel for like it happens all the time and it's scary when you work at the jail locally because if you go to the store, you see these people at the store. You go to that Del Taco in India and they're all over there. And you're, you're like, like, oh, well, fuck. Like, yeah. That is kind of crazy. I'm sure you've seen yeah. done that a few times where you see I, guys. I, one time I was at the bar and there was this guy there that got accused of raping because not everybody is guilty. But I thought, like, fuck, is he going to rape yeah. somebody tonight? Exactly. <laughs> and like, then they make eye doing? contact with you and they know they've seen you. So, like, I would never work at a jail locally you know because they do and like i learned to have tough skin at the jail that's where it taught me to be tough because i wouldn't let guys like you know they would wink at me and i'd just be like are you winking at me or the officer you yeah because when i worked to the jail i would dress cute as fuck because you know i might as well and well, I wasn't, the police I wasn't, officers or what? Oh, <laughs> I wasn't looking for an inmate all, all the correctional officers all big yeah all but out. when me and austin separated i mean yeah, I fell for a police officer, and that's just the normal thing that you do. Yeah, but he was yeah. married. <laughs> he didn't tell yeah. me that. But, yeah, and it's crazy, you know. That's why you can't work in those environments and be, like, happily married because snakes. That's yeah, pretty crazy, yeah. Snakes <laughs> in the Slytherin. grass. Snakes in the yeah. grass. There's a yeah. lot of snakes out there, too. I mean, I even did what Citizen on Patrol. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I could work It's like a great career. Um, you yeah. meet a lot of friends. You, you know, you meet a lot of friends because it's a weird place to work. You know, you have a dark sense of humor because you have to to like get through it. But it's hard. And a lot of nurses have passed away from either drug overdoses or heart attacks. And it, it's very you have to be tough to do it because you definitely have to be tough, especially right now. But I think. Not only nurses, but people that are working at the grocery store, truck drivers. I mean, what do I, you do to what do you do to cope with that? To cope with like the death and, and I was for a while. I kind of went a little wild because I had a group of nurses. We moved in together. We were all roommates. It was like bad girls club. You guys were just all Calm crazy. crazy. Just all, yeah, yeah we you. drank a lot and then we got you know we dabbled in stuff and I think if you. <laughs> Hey. If you let it control you, those emotions, you don't talk to anybody, um, you It'll, will find a scapegoat yeah, and it won't be like the most you. healthy one. A lot of nurses do drugs and that's like the unspoken thing. 
and it's sad. A lot of nurses lose their license because of that. But um, I still drink a little too much, I think, sometimes. But I used to go to the bar, like, every night. Get off work, go to the bar, and then that's just how I coped with it. I mean, me and Austin were separated. I mean, I had a son, but I would feel guilty about somebody dying and it wasn't my fault or so when I lived with these nurses we just went wild and that was like our way of coping yeah but it was like not healthy at all like sometimes I get off in the morning and I will and I still do I still have like a margarita day but that was like my way of coping in the morning but it kind of got out of control so I definitely had to talk to somebody to get that like mental health so you started going to therapist or something started going to therapy um you know, I tried to do the whole, like, alcohol anonymous, anonymous thing just so I could be in a group of people that, like, have issues. Yeah. But it didn't work out because, you know, it just wasn't my place. I mean, I wasn't in prison or, you know, they you have these stories. Like, you're like, my story's like, not even that bad. Yeah, I felt yeah. bad for having my shit together a little bit. But, <laughs> you know, it took a toll on my marriage. I mean, we separated and then, you know, I had to learn to love myself, work on myself and, like, do things that were healthier. So I worked out. A lot, and then I stopped doing that just because I like to eat. And then I would. Right now, it's like overeating, so it's always like something. But if it could be like productive, then that's you know cool. I think if that's your biggest vice is overeating, I think (laughs) you're all right. Yeah. So I mean, Austin might say different, but I mean, I definitely drank like a lot, like crazy amount, and partying a lot with my Uh friends because I didn't want to be home in my own head. So I would party all the time. Party, party, party. But then you realize those friends aren't really your friends. And then a couple of my friends passed away because of drug overdoses. And one of them, you know, everybody was still partying. He was laying right there dying. And that's when I was just like... Really? Yeah. And that's when I was just like, yeah, fuck this. Fuck them. This isn't even like... No. Like, will that be me? You know? You think like... But, I mean, the bars were nice and all, but then you come home and you're still in your head and all these people are having fun. So I would just throw myself by like partying of fun people and music and going out all the time but you know I lacked up being a mom during that time I missed time you know with little guy so now it's just like doing things with my family we like to go to Knott's Berry Farm that's like our thing Six Flags so it's like if we can get out of this valley with cesspool of the valley yeah. that's like our thing I'm we, definitely that's what I'm and trying eat. to do we like to go to restaurants like my thing is trying new restaurants and it sucks right now but I like to go try different food so I just this need to work out. This all sucks right now. I, <laughs> I know. All this right now. I like being able to travel and being able to do shit because yeah. like, I was just finally like feeling good in my head mm-hmm. and now I'm stuck at home and I hate being yeah. at home. I'm like you. I need to, I was at the gym, dude, like so two or three times a day. I, I can't. I'm, I'm just like, fat. Ah, I don't want to be at the gym. Ah. Yeah, yeah, I just hate it. I hate, I hate being home. I'm like, like, I don't know how you are now because obviously you said now mm-hmm. you like, you know, you guys are like, but you still like to do stuff obviously. Yeah. But, but I've I just been to have a bar to in be, two years. That's good. I don't like going to the bar. I think I it's do. a waste. I think you know, it's and a I'm waste sure there's times where I was like, money. let's all go to the bar. It is a waste of money because you can waste buy a bottle money. and like wear your drinks like $10. But I like to like socialize. But I put on this like fakeness, like everything's okay and I'm just, exactly. you know, yeah. I have a job. You know, I just got like really, I don't know. It was all fake. Nobody knew who I actually was or anything. Like I acted yeah, like I was the best show. mom in the world. I was this, I was that. But it was a show. It was a fucking show. So, you know, now it's me and Austin getting on track, and we've been great. So, we want to have a baby. That's what we're trying right. to do. Yeah, but you have to have sex to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, so what, Austin, what's up? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing out there, bro? Yeah. No, he likes it, but I'm just too tired. So. No, wake up. Get back on that. Whatever yeah. thing you're talking about from Coachella. That no. Little, get that energy back. I know. Yeah. So we're, I don't know. We got to This is kind of awkward, but I'm going to, whatever. I'm going to stick with this conversation. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. This is awkward. I'm gonna talk about your sex life. I guess it is what it is. Okay. Yeah. No, it's non-existent, and not not because of his fault. It's my fault. I'm just too tired, and I'm like one of those people that just kind of like roll over and like oh whatever, you know. So and also I work night shift, so I sleep during the day and all night I'm up. And so on my days off, I'm like wild. But I just became non-existent. I just got the birth control taken on my arm. Oh, there you go. So that was a 10-year one. So it's been eight years since we had a baby. So now that I've gotten it taken out of my arm, I'm like a rabbit. No. Like, I'll go see him at work in the morning when I get off. And I'm just like, I want to fuck you. Really? And then he's just like, <laughs> oh he's like, control yourself, you know. That's so I think good. that the birth control definitely affects it. But I want another baby. I don't know with two kids what that's like. but. Yeah. Yeah, two kids is pretty mm-hmm. wild, dude. I don't have an I don't have, but you, they're spread out. Mm-hmm. You're going to be spread out enough to where you'll be alright. I just right. have to spread out my legs. Spread out. Just <laughs> let them, yeah. Even if you're tired, like, even if you're just like, I'm just I know. tired. Just lean over. I'm doing the, stick ov- the booty out. I'm doing, like, the ovulating thing, so I pee on a stick every day to tell me, like, if I could have sex. Really? <laughs> Which isn't attractive. Like, that's not, like, a cute thing. Like, yeah. oh, I'm ovulating. Pull down your pants. That's kind of, yeah, that's a little wild. Yeah. So I don't even know what that is. I don't even get that. Yeah. What is that? I don't even get it's it. like to tell when you're ovulating. So, like, so you can have, you can have baby. baby. You can get pregnant. Your eggs are dropping. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. What about you? How's your sex life? How's your relationship sex? life? Uh, it's Single? A little, taken? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess I could tell you. Like, I do know, but mm. it's like, it's a little up in the air. Like, it's not really, I'm not taken. I'm not single. I'm figuring it out, I guess. Do you have a Tinder? No. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever have a Tinder? No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I did. The only thing that I had that I guess is kind of cool or that was like kind of something that's kind of single-ish is I feel like Snapchat is single-ish, but I never got one after high school. I had I one saw high dicks. School. Well, I don't have... I got off social media for a long time. I didn't got an Instagram. I just got back onto social media. I have Facebook. I don't even have Messenger on Facebook because I just... Yeah. I don't even, I don't even like going on Facebook. I... I don't even go on. I there. would go on Austin's. Cause me and Austin shared a phone. For oh a while. Really? yeah. I, was that I was that a, was that a reason? Was there a reason to? No, that? I just broke my phone and then I thought, man, might as well just read through all his messages. So I use his Facebook like I would just for like catching up on people, but I didn't have Facebook, which was nice. But now that I just re-downloaded everything, I have some penises that are sending me pictures of, and when now I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm married, happy, but back in the day, when we're still, the, really, still yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, like, that drives guys. me crazy, dude, creepy like, guys. that is so crazy, like, there's me. this one guy that doesn't care that I'm married, and he just messaged me every single day, and so I blocked him, and, you know, the saddest part is, like, Austin knows that they're friends, <laughs> it's, like, sad, you know, people they're don't care, friends? yeah, well, friends, yeah, no, I would definitely have fought that guy, yeah, see, yeah. yeah, he's not a fighter, but, there's I'm a, not a fighter, but there's a, a point where it's, like, but oh, for him, know. there's a lot, like, I was a little psycho, as far as, like, oh, you like this girl's picture, you know, I think social media gets, like, in the way of so many relationships like it's sad i use social media more just to talk about my podcast Mm -hmm. or whatever now i don't really i try not to get on there too much and get too like scrolly and and try to put on like a show or anything because 
That's why I started doing the podcast. I was like, I was overdoing it, putting on a show. I was, I was kind of like, whatever, you know, fuck it. Yeah. I don't really care what people think about me. I like podcasts. Me. I listen yeah. to a few, like, um, crime junkie, like the crime ones. Oh, that's interesting. They have, like, the yeah. murder ones. And then I listen to, like, there's a nursing podcast. And then, um, they have funny ones. Like, Call Her Daddy is my favorite podcast. So, speaking of social media and podcasts, is there anywhere that... Ah, you're talking about people sending dick pictures. I don't pictures. care. You can send me dick pictures. I don't want people... Me and Austin awesome will make fun of them. <laughs> that's pretty tight. That's a cool That's a cool relationship. Yeah, that's we're good. really cool now because we're stuck with each other all the time. So, I mean, now I'm... I have an issue with social media and him. For me, it was me working at a jail for him because I was surrounded by good a lot guys. Of dudes. You know, yeah. that have a job and they're good. Yeah, good guys. Yeah, yeah good guys. Quote unquote, good, good guys. Yeah. Doggy, but doggy, doggy <laughs> dogs. Yeah. For him, um, there was a lot of girls that, you know, when we separated, I mean, he was in a relationship, you know, with girls in other states and stuff. And for me, it was never like that. It was like, you know, I would just want them to buy me dinner. I'm hungry. <laughs> every I'm night, hungry. at one point, every night of the week, we would I'd be at your house with a different person <laughs> buying dinner, which is sad, but that's how it was. But I was fake. I was super fake. How'd but now guys, we're good. How'd you guys get over that? What did um, you guys do to get over that? I had to stop going to a bar. How did you get over that then? <laughs> um, you know? we kind of just put it to rest. He started smoking weed, which is something he's never done our whole relationship. And I think I kind of like mellowed him out, but we were both partying and doing stuff that we shouldn't have been doing so yeah we had to grow up because we had a son and we you know I was living with my parents and then my parents kicked me out you know because they didn't agree with my lifestyle or coming in at three three in the afternoon you know hungover yeah so I you know I had to just grow up honestly I had to get my shit together and not be friends with some of the people I was friends with and then when we cut those ties, we had to just spend time together and then show him that I changed. Because at the end of it, it was all my fault. You know, I was I didn't want it anymore, the relationship. I wanted to party. I never had a youth. I got pregnant young. I just wanted to have fun. And then that gets old. And I missed my family. I missed my husband. I mean, we've been together for nine years. So we've been through it all, like the young pregnancy everything and so yeah. at the end of the day i was sleeping in my car and i just thought like man i miss my family i miss my husband and then we just back together and now we've never been as happy as we are like we don't do shit we're lazy <laughs> we're lazy but we have this like humor about stuff yeah, i just mean enjoy enjoy life you know we're still jealous i'm still a little jealous and stuff like that but like you know i don't really have friends so that's hard and, you know, easier for him. But, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, now it's just spending time together. We learned that, like, we're all each other have at the end of the day. Out of all of our friends that come and go, we get annoyed with each other. We talk shit to each other all the time. But we have each other. Like, yeah, we get exactly. each other. Yeah, I feel you on that, for sure. Because people, there's a lot of people out there that aren't really out there for you, you know? They're yeah. out there just for themselves and they're yeah. pretty selfish, you know? Except for mainly what, maybe your parents and... Yeah, and it's scary to start over or start a new relationship with somebody because you have to start over. Yeah, especially nowadays. Nowadays, and nowadays, who's really taking relationships serious? Yeah, I mean, Austin, we can, you know, he waxes my bowel for me because I can't reach. So he's like my best friend. He's my best friend. This is the most interesting part. If if nobody (laughs) listens to this thing fully through, you guys are fucking missing out. I have no filter. Podcast. This shit is real. But, I mean, he's my, you know, my best friend. But at the end of the day, when I was sleeping on my couch, the only people that were, like, 
there for me were my parents, my grandparents, and then Austin. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's all. about right. Yeah. You know, everyone says they are. I mean, I had multiple guys that could have been really good to date, and I just shut it, shut it off, you know. But I don't know. I you know, hopefully we stay together long, but people change. Well, how do you? Well, you said you guys haven't been any happier, so like, yeah. it seems like you guys are gonna be good. We're happy because it's just, just us. I don't know. There's not. There hasn't been anything to really like fight about. There's no. I took out social media out of the equation, so now that I have it back, I hope that he's not like you know. But really, we we all each other had. So I just think I have to give him sex more or some head or something because if you don't, you know. Treat your guy good. They tend to stray yeah. away. Well, yeah, they'll stray away or they'll just think you're straying away. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll think like, what the fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. And that shit, honestly, women don't, don't understand. They do understand, I think, really, actually. But they don't think, like, I don't know how serious that is for guys. You know, guys want to feel like they're the man. I didn't think it was serious until I worked with my coworker now. And I'll just shout out to her. Because <laughs> every night we talk about how much head she gives to all these, you know, and she has a boyfriend. And she's like, I love it. I did it for two hours a day. And I was like, damn. And she's like, I love to please him, you know. And I was like, she's like, and I know he won't stray. (laughs) I was like, God, give me some tips. So this is what we talk about at nighttime at work. That's interesting, man. But yeah, so I've I'm been... i to get your friend over here right? and have her talk about... Yeah, I'll tell her. Yeah, I told her I was coming tonight, but she's also a nurse, but... Yeah, so now I've been trying that. You know, we'll be in the car, and I'm like, all right, whip it out. And mm. so, that there works. There you go. Yeah. And you he will like be that. less of an asshole. <laughs> I get that. He'll be less of an asshole. I like that you're taking the initiative. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll be like the one saying, let's yeah. whip it out. There you go. Yeah. That's what you tell him to whip it out. Whip it out. Whip it out. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to this podcast. <laughs> This is episode 24. Where can they find you? Can they find you on uh, My Instagram media? is Heavy Hope or Miranda Boylan. All right. There yeah. you go. This is my cousin Mandy. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Shout out Austin. Sorry, I had to shout out her Instagram, but she talked about you the whole podcast. Yeah. And so his name's Austin. He's cool. All, All right. right. Thank, Thank you. you guys. <laughs> End of the podcast. Let's go. Oh, wait.